Okay. Um, today's stuff is stuff you'd bet. We start a few lines down at the Mishnah. Oh, sorry. Before we begin the Mishnah, I want to correct one point. In the, in, towards the end of last year, we sort of, I was rushing to get to the finish line. And I, when, sorry, when, when Rebbe Avahu sent Shimon Barava, the white hairs, in part of the message to him, um, what there were two understandings of what that could be. One is, the way Rechaim explains it, that you've already advanced in age. It's time for you to come and be, you know, be appointed. Whereas the other understanding of Marafulda was, is that actually Ravavahu was saying, I am advanced in age and it's time to get hard for me, all the tirach of the shiva, and therefore I need your help in inviting to come with him. That was just a, just a correction of the details there, um, which I didn't explain so correctly. Anyway, let's continue now. The Mishnah says, so, they will, so now it's time for them to enter Shalayim and the flute would still play before them until they reached Harabayit itself. Once they reach Harabayit, Temple Mount, so from that point onwards, you, one has to carry the Bikurim themselves. Till then, as Rosh Hashanah points out, you can give it to Evid, you can give it to Shiliach. But no matter how important you are, even if you are a Gripa Samelech, nonetheless, well, you'd have to carry it yourself on your shoulder and take it to the Azara. And the, the, the Libyan would sing and sing the shir of Now here Rosh Sirilio explains is because it was such with such a knufia, with such a, large masses of people coming. Um, because again, we said everyone has to go to Rosh Ma'amad and everything. It was Domer Lechanukatabait. You know, is the pasuk before Arim Chashem Kitlitani. It was like the inauguration of the Beis Amigdash. You know, in terms of the fanfare and the amount of people that came to the event. That's why they sang the Tehillim. Then it says, So it sounded like they would take with them two different types of birds. Those who were on the basket, we'll learn exactly what that means. It could be bio, but literally the moment means on the basket. They would be given as korbanot olah, and those that were in their hands would be given as a matanat of the koanim. Now it says, while the basket is still in their shoulders, Korea, you would read he got it parasha. So it sounds like they would hold the bikurim on their shoulders and read the entire Mikra Bikurim like that. Okay? And Rabbi Yehuda says, Ad no, they would read until Arami Ovedavi, which is a you know pasukin, a pasukin, tupsukim, I should say, just to be accurate. Okay, so then they would say Ad Arami Ovedavi, and then he give Arami Ovedavi, Arami Ovedavi, then Morid Hasal Min Kteifol Bisfatav. Then what he would do would take from his shoulder, then hold it by the rim in his hands. Vakoyen the koyenim would then meniach yadotachtav put his hands underneath. And they would wave it together because the tnufa was done together. Okay? From then, until the finish of the whole parasha. Then to the mitzvah hanacha, placing it by the mizbeach. Then they would bow, meaning with pishut yadayim raglayim, and that was the mitzvah of bikurim. Okay? What it sounds like a coin here, and this is indeed the way Reb Chaim explains it, the Reb Yehuda's cholek on the Chachamim, that Tunufa is required, and I read Reb Chaim inside, the Chachamim spread the loya Tunufa Bibikurim. That's the way, that's the way Reb Chaim explains it, Chachamim, till now, throughout. However, just for your benefit, there is a debate exactly whether Chachamim say you don't do Tunufa at all. They, just, they might just be arguing on the timing of Tunufa. In terms of it's in, in the middle, it's a before, after, or there's a sifri that seems to suggest it's both. But again, that's a matter for further study. Again, we explain like Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim sounds like that's the debate whether it was Tnufa by Bikurim at all. Okay? The Tnufa was just one lifting up and returning? 
it's um uh, the expression for far we see generally is which sounds like um, it's like forward backwards up and down but i think the understanding is much like the do with a lulav like it's waved in all directions i, I, I believe okay uh, you see it's far by lots of uh, things and and the expression used by lulav and etrog in terms of what you meant to do with it is the same expression you know is um, used by both um that's why i can compare it to a lulav okay let's continue Oh, interesting on here, by the way, is if you remember, we saw there was a discussion exactly how you learned Shnufa. And we said Rabbi Yehuda before, we said he learns it from Vinachto. The fact says Hanacha twice. And the way Reb Chaim explains it, because you see that actual the term Ta'am, he brings from the Pasuk, is actually a shon of movement, not just of resting. So therefore, you can say it's not so remote to say the term Hanacha could be referring to waving. Okay, let's continue. Right? In the beginning, anyone who was able to read had the capacity to say that say the Mikrabakrim would do so. One who wasn't able to do so, they would prompt him word for word. However, that led to a situation where people would come and be embarrassed that they wouldn't be able to read it. So therefore, so people stopped doing the mitzvah Mikrim. So therefore, they made they metaken. That no matter, even if you're incredibly versed, you know the whole thing off by heart, it was part of the Parsha, whatever, it doesn't make a difference, someone would be makra before you. Okay. The wealthy people would bring the Bikurim, you know, for the Hidro Mitzvah, if you like, of, in baskets of, of made of silver or baskets of gold. Now, specifically baskets, we'll see why soon. Vaniim, they would make it Sali Netzarim Shel Arava Klufim. They would make it actually of woven baskets. And in that case, the baskets and the bikurim were given to the kohenim. Now, importantly, we're talking about the baskets of the neim and not the ashirim. Because not only will the bikurim, the, you know, the ashirim, they're just giving the bikurim and take the baskets home. But the neim, they would go along with it. Now, that's because the Rukhaim explains, Shelani Kevan She'enam Ela Me'aravado, made of like Aravot, which is um, Willow. Willow, thank you. Therefore, not, they're given to the Nitanim Lakonim, Shemavat Limhem Labikurim. Because they are considered like also much like battle to it. And that's where the expression comes in Babli, if you learn Baba Kam, it says Bata Aniyuta, that the poverty seems to follow the poor. In other words, it's almost battle with it, so you end up losing their basket as well. Um, there's more deeper explanations, but that could be for another time. Let's continue. Rav Huna says as follows. Rav Huna says, What's Kenimanita? There's something missing here. We need to finish the, the insert the words. In other words, you have to read the Mishnah, the, the Kohen took the Tenem Me'adecha, ve'achar kach di bruha levim b'shir, and then the levim would do the shir. In other words, the way we describe it, it's almost like they're in the Mishnah, they arrive, the levim sang the shir, and then they do the, everything related to Bikurim. But rather, what we learn here is, that, as Rav Chaim says, Eina shir kohen. only once they gave the Bikurim over, that was when they would, the levim would sing the shir. Okay? Fine. Next correction. It tani tani matana la matana. So some people switch around. We said in our Mishnah that the birds that were on the basket were offered as a korban, and those who were on the side were given to the Kohanim. So some actually switch it around to make it uh, presumably make more sense. Meaning the birds that were on the basket with the Bikurim themselves, since you're giving the basket matana, they're also given as a matana, the Kohen, and those that were in their hand, those are the ones who are given as Korban. They sort of switch it around in that way. 
Okay, because it makes sense that that, that which is samuch to that, you know, the, the if it's mamash with a bikrim, that it makes sense that it will also be given as a matana. Okay. Next. Tani Rebiosi. Loya not nim, so not nim et a gazlot agabeasalem, shloin navlu habikurim, ela toleota chutzala. So we said that it sounds like they used to put the birds on the bikurim themselves in the basket. But Rebiosi says, Al, by the way, it doesn't always have to be on. Al can also be samuch. Okay, so he says, actually, they wouldn't put it on top of it because, as, as we very well know in Beit Shemesh, the problem with pigeons, uh, it's, it would ruin the bikurim. So therefore, um, what they would do is, he would say they'd actually put it on the side of the basket, uh, like they would tole otan chutzah, they hang it off the side of the basket. That's what means me'al a bikurim, and not really inside of it. Okay. So tani chad sal kamei rabzi'ira chozeli gadatiyom. So what it sounds like, um, according to one uh, Zaken said to Ribzira, is what they would do is once they'd reach Arami Obedavi and then then they do Tnufa, they'd go back. So it wouldn't, it's not that they stopped in the middle of the Tnufa and continued, but they go all the way back to the beginning. So he, so he says, but once again, how does that work? We said before that if someone's already done Mikra Bikurim, if he comes back for more, he doesn't do it again. Once you've done that Mikra, you've done it once. So how can you be repeating? So he says, no, it's not a problem. That's only if you've done the whole Mikra Bikurim do we say that you cannot go and do it again. But sort of taking a step back within the single Mikra Bikurim, that would be fine. Yes, let's continue. So I'll read, like, I'll read it. says, That is, Meaning, that when it says, I've already declared, that is what is already, from what I've said in the beginning, while well, it was on my shoulder, so there's not really a, a problem in doing that. Fine, let's continue. Then what would you do? You place them, place it by the side of the mizbeach. You'll be grim. So Rav Huna Bayi Hanacha Mau Shetatir Lemechusarizman. Now the Mechusarizman, this sugya. There's a lot of different explanations of what Mechusarizman could possibly be. The classic explanation of what Mechusarizman is is that, for example, you've got an animal in the first eight days, and I can't offer it till the after there's a korban until eight days has passed after it's born, or there's something. It's it's too early to bring it. It's Mechusarizman. So therefore, the Gra explains, Mechusar's man here means that you're trying to bring Bikurim before Atzeret, mean before Shavuot. That's Mechusar's man. It's too early to bring it. So what happens is you did Hanacha there. And the question is, does that, that, does that Ma'akev? Is that a problem? I'll explain what it means in a minute. Like, have I done the Mitzvah of Hanacha? Okay. What Reb Chaim says is he explains the Bukhusar's man differently. He says, meaning I did the Hanacha Bukhusar's man, meaning prior to another thing that I'm meant to be doing, which is a Mikrabikurim. And he says, Smai, Shari Seder Parsha, sorry, because what the, what the Seder is, you've got to read the Parsha and then you place it there. But Korem Kriya have a Kriya, and before that it's considered Mukhusar. And then you've got a problem because it's even though we said before, even without Makriya, it's, it's it's not a problem. Im Mia, if then after that, then you do Kriya, Jemava, therefore maybe it's not considered man because you've shown that you wanted it as part of the process, and therefore the Hanacha was too early. It's considered a problem. So again, there's two ways to understand man. Either timing in the calendar was too early, or according to Rabchain, timing in the process it was too early. I did it before Kriya. There is another understanding of Mechusazman Rosh but because he explains that Mechusazman means I did it 
after he said from Minachag from Chag to Chanukah from between Sukkot and Chanukah, where uh, where um, where it's new, you can no longer do Mikra Bikurim. He calls that he calls that a Mukhusar Zman, meaning because it's uh, that's how the Chisaron. But then it changes everything we're talking about because the rest of the Gemara doesn't make sense. So we'll just put that aside for the moment. So Amarav, uh, so what did Mukhusar Zman? Amarav Matnaya. How did the Tzema Bechazar Vanatlan? The question that we have is if you put it down. And then it was picked up prior to doing, let's take Rabbi Chaim's explanation, the Mikra Bikurim. But if you placed it down before Mikra Bikurim, then you did Mikra Bikurim and it is still there, well, you know, that's not a problem because it effectively it's still Meniach, still Hanachas there. It's not like it's not that the Mesa was done too early. The fact of the existence of it being there is after the Kriya, so it's not a problem. And you can say the same thing about Quentin de Gras as well. As long as it's still by the Mizbeach, as it ticks over across two after Shavuot, then it would be a, wouldn't be a problem. So Rabbi Yonah back to different, different fruits ripe at different times of the year. So the, does it mean he has to come up three times a year to Yishlaim? Great okay, so example at the end of summer. I don't know when figs, whatever it is. I mean, some fruits ripen at different times. Okay, so we've said that there are windows in when you're meant to do it between uh, Shavuot and um, and uh, Shavuot and Sukkot, and then before Sukkot, like there's mamash windows where where, where you do mikra bikurim. So um, if you choser, if you come back again, then we say you don't do mikra bikurim again. We've discussed this, but uh, I think it seems to be here that it's possible. You'll see coming up in the next stuff to bring them all at the same time. Okay, we'll see. In a, we'll see it soon. Okay, okay. The Gemara says. What about Hinecham Belayla? What if you place it there at nighttime? Now, the thing is, the Mikrak, the Bikurim is only, uh, I'll read you what Chaim Meaning, Bikurim is meant to be brought in during the day because that's when Tufa has to be formed. What if I place the Bikurim there by the Mizbeach at nighttime? Do we say that it's like, oh, it's because it's not the time for Bikurim, it's as if you didn't do the Maisa Hanacha? Or do we say that it's like, you know, Mukhusazman type of situations where it's there and it might, what not, might, not be, might not be a problem? That's sort of left as a question. Let's continue. Where, where do you place the Bikurim when it says next to the Mizbeach? It's on the southwestern corner of the Mizbeach. Now, I think I've shown you diagrams of the basic English before, but we'll, we'll see how this works in a minute because the Gemara is going to say, why is it the southwestern corner of the Mizbeach? Because firstly, it says it's Ne Hashem. It has to be before Hashem. So that, that's on the Western side. If you recall, if you're standing, you're entering the base of Migdash, and you're facing towards the Heichal, that's the West. The so-called Western wall is behind where the Kodesh HaKodeshim was. So we're sort of that's on the backside of everything. So therefore, that Lifne Hashem, the Mizbeach, the Western side of the Mizbeach is just before the Kodesh, or the Kodesh HaKodeshim. So that's Lifne Hashem. So no, it's the Western side. So then it says, so that's living Hashem. Yechol b'ma'arav. Is it possible to only be on the western side, any along any side along that face? Tamalomach al pnei hamizbeach. It has to be also by the base of the mizbeach. And what's a face of mizbeach? That's the side where the ramp was. So again, if you're face, you're entering the base of Migdash and you're facing what's the Kodesh Kodashim, that ramp is on the to your left, so on the southern side. So therefore, you have to be on the south. Ilu lipnei hamizbeach. Yachol is it possible it's meant to be in the south? Hamalov of Hashem. 
So Haketzad, so what do you do? You Megishor, you do Hagasha. Well, here's Megishor. That sounds like the reason why it says the reason we have is Megishor is because that's referring to the world of Menachot. So that's why I think the graph probably changes it here. You've got a Girsu change here that says Menichor. You've got to place it because it means Hanacha, not Hagasha. Okay, but you can see why there's a, a Girsu change here or why it said Megishan. Anyway, Megishan or Hinichor, you place it down. Al Kerem, Dromit, Maravit, because that Mekaim or Menichor. So in other words, I'll just try and say, I'll just, I wasn't clear. So let me just say the ad again. In other words, what you do is you bring it close to that, you not bring it close, you place it down by the corner, by the point, if you like, of the southwestern corner of the Mizbeach. Yes. So that's the, like, that's the inner left corner. So the, yes, if you're facing towards it, says the inner left corner. Correct. So you have to go around. You have to go around the ramp. Uh, presumably, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's continue. Now, Hitkinushio Makrin. The Takana was that what, what happened initially, as we said, not everyone could read, and therefore the Chachamim said, "Look, you know what? We're going to prompt everybody. Rather than prompting others, don't don't read because of, due to embarrassment. If we're selective, then the people that can't read will were embarrassed and didn't come." So here, the gra changes the order of the words, and it makes a lot more sense that way. It says, I'll just, we've got to switch the next two lines. It says, start, It wasn't just a takana, but they found it as smach from the psukim, meaning what to rely on. Because it says, Now go back to the beginning. So in other words, in the, in the part of Mikrabogrim, it says, and you respond and say, Na'anita, Sounds like you're actually being prompted, so they found a smack from the pasuk to say that its form of mikrabikrim is what is valid. Okay, being prompted, not a chiyuv to do so, but that's what they were relying on. Next, can they bring it in tamchuyin? Tamchuyin is not a kalatot. Kalatot is a basket. So when they made these silver and gold baskets, it was either like either coated in silver and gold, or it was like they got pieces of they somehow wove the gold. But the question is, can I use a pot? Could they bring, could Ashrim bring in a pot of gold or pot of silver? So So we're going to bring a proof for a different discussion. Not, we're not answering the question, but we have a suffix regarding another matter that the Chachamim is going to bring up, the Gemara is bringing up now. Now, what are we talking about here? Here we're talking about if someone's metargim, what they would be medactic on, not makbida. So in, it used to be, again, when they did laning, they would have a metargim as well that would translate as they're going along into Aramit, into Aramaic. So um, so one of them was makbid, that if it said the basket, if the metargim, when talking about bikrim, they said mana, which means a kli, they would be makbid and say, no, you should say sala, you should say basket. One of them said that. The Kharana, another one would be Makbid, when it says Amatzot Mororim, if they translate as Petirin and Yarkonim being vegetables, they would Mechaza, they would hold them back to say, no, it should be Petirin Im Mororim. Because Yarkonim implies any vegetable you could use for Maror, and if you translate as Mororim, it's only those specific things that define as Maror. Now we say, In other words, these two matters of Hakbada when it comes to Targum, one of them was said by Rabbi another one was said by but we don't know who said what. Now we can resolve it. I mean, Mandama, now that you just said Rabbi said Maunavid, but the fact that Rabbi was the one that had the suffix, whether the Ashim could bring it in pots of silver, 
Mashma that he was the one, that he was the one that was makbid on the targum of the word basket in the parsha of, of Bikurim to say that it should be sala and not mana. And therefore, since the targum is sala basket, that's why he had the suffix of whether you can bring in a tamchui or not. Okay, so in other words, here's that's so, so it's quite clear he's one that's makbid on that. Now, Rabbi Prichas Mechazer Petimim Bnei Torim. In other words, when it came to Torim and Bnei Yona, people would metargum is Petimim and Bnei Torim, and he says no, you've got to say Torim and Bnei Torim. Okay, he was makbid to say that. Why? Because I read Rabbi Chaim. He says Metargum Torim Bnei Yona. It says Petimim Bnei Torim. Mushum the Torim Dolim and Torim Torim as um, we call them turtle doves, really in the English translation. That they are they are big, so therefore to, they thought metargamet as being petime. I'm not really sure petime. Ah, however, he says no. You've got a metargam as torim ubenay torim, okay? Torim and benay torim. So we in English we translate it as turtle doves and young pigeons, but that's uh, that was how I got on that. Let's continue. When it came to decorating the bikurim, they could do that even with other things that weren't the shivat aminim. They could decorate it with uh, apples, anything you like. However, Rabbi Kiva says no. That says no. The itu bikrim can only be done, done with shivat aminim. What out of concern that people would think, oh, next year I should bring my apples. They'll see apples brought. They'll think, oh, therefore I should bring apples as well. Okay, and not realizing that bikrim is only from the shivat aminim. Rabbi Shimon Omer There are three t- categories or uh, halachic matters that relate to bikrim. There's the habikurim. There's what's called the Tosefa Bikurim. So Bikurim are those things I've already marked out with that read to say, this is my Bikurim. There are those things from exactly the same min as we'll see soon that have the same status as Bikurim that I've added to the Bikurim to increase it so there's more there rather than just a few I identified in the beginning. And there's also Itur Bikurim, those that the, those other fruit and the like that I've added to it, okay, to like make the basket more you know presentable. So let's go. Tosefa Bikurim Mimbimino. Tosefa Bikurim is done Min bemino, meaning has to be the same type. So if it was grapes, and I want to increase more grapes, it can only be grapes. However, however, bikurim can be even min bemino. I can decorate my bikurim. Let's say my bikurim is only grapes. I can add figs to it if I like. Lukule alma, because that's one of shivat minim. Or according to chachamim, you can even add apples. Tosefa bikurim nechele batara. Since tosefa bikurim has the same status of bikurim, and therefore it's treated like truma, Therefore, a coin can only eat it as it's tahor, and it's also patur min demai. You don't have to worry about demai, just like with trum, you don't. And you'll see in a minute why. The itur, and when I'm decorating a bikurim, it's chayba demai. Meaning, it's just like normal produce I'm purchasing from Ma'aret, so therefore, I have to treat it like normal food. Let's continue. Amar Abiyosi, kol amamode ma'atrin bikurim Everyone agrees you can you can use imported fruit, yeah, yivul chul, as they call it, as to decorate my bikurim. Why? She'in benadam toin lo bikurim that no one's going to think, make the mistake that I can bring food from Chutz Aretz's Bikurim. Everyone knows Bikurim is only from Eretz Israel. However, Mafligin Ba'amonamu'av, the areas of Moab, of Amonamu'av that weren't conquered in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, those are, that's where the Machloket is. Meaning, that says you can decorate the Bikurim, even things that aren't Shivataminim, because I'm not concerned people are going to make a mistake. Then you can also, you can use Projects from Amon Moab that's near Eretz Israel to decorate it. However, Manda Amr Ema Atrin Elam Shivat Aminim, according to Rabbi Akiva, we said that it's only, um, so it was the first sheet of Shima Bananas. So the, the according to Rabbi Akiva, however, says you can only Mater Tabikurim from 
minol, because we're scared people make the, get confused. Also, I can't take produce from Amon to decorate Bikurim because since that's close to Eretz Israel, people might make the mistake and think I can bring Bikurim from those regions. Amarav Maravai says no. Call Amar, meaning again, Rashim Bavananas and then Rabbi Akiva. They both say that actually, I cannot decorate Bikurim from Amon Moab. Why should Bnei Adam Toim? Because people will make a mistake. People might think I can bring Bikurim from those locations. Ma pligin, what's machloket? That's only bechut. That's bach. That's the machloket is bechutzaretz. Manda matrin begum chutz mishvat aminim. That with Rib Shimon ben Nana says I can bring I can decorate bikurim from things other than shvat aminim from apples. Then he's got no problem matrin bechutz matrin bechutzaretz. I can even bring um I can uh, bring uh, you know the um, those apples from America or something that they have in the makolat. You know I can bring I can use that to decorate on bikurim. However, manda ama ema matrin the bikurim ela mishvat aminim. Those that say. You can, uh, I mean, Rabbi Kiva says you cannot be, do itur bikurim things other shibatim because we're scared people might make mistakes. Then in matrim to bikurim I can't bring chutzar's produce to decorate my bikurim. Let's continue. The itur bikurim we said here. I've got square brackets. So there's a, there's a section here that I'm not sure you have, but let's uh, let's continue. I'm not sure if you have it in front of you. I'll read it out loud. Okay, let's continue. In my Gemara, I've got more. Let's continue. Itur bikurim mina mino. When you decorate bikurim, it's done min min b'she'enu bino. So Tanya Bikurim Mitzvah Lavim Shiva Kalim. There's a mitzvah to bring Bikurim. This is a brighter to bring it in seven different Kalim, meaning if I'm bringing grapes, figs, wheat, and all these things, to bring them in each in their own basket. If you bring in one Kli, then you yotze. What should you do? Ketir Yosef, if you bring in one Kli. Noten Surim Melamata, I bring barley, I put some barley below. And then I put the wheat above it. Now, the one of the explanation here is, according to... Um, uh, Reb Chaim is that, that which is nicer goes on top. Simple as that. And then it says, so chitin al gabehim, then chitin go on top, and you put another like, separation, vidarach al gabehim. Then you bring your zaitim al gabehim, vidarach al gabehim, then it's the olives, and then separation. Tmarim go next. Um, the, the dates, al gabehim, vidarach al gabehim. Rimonim al gabehim, you've got the pomegranates on top of that, vidarach al gabehim. And teinim of figs al gabehim, vidarach al gabehim. And the malam at the very top is anavim. And you put bunches of grapes on the outside. Now it's interesting, Baz has a girsa of the gra that actually says the order of all the fruit after the grain is the order that actually says in the puzzle. Okay, that's a different way of reading it. And then it says, This is all part of the brighter that seems to parallel a discussion on Mishnah. They wouldn't go individual cities. Ela plachim plachim, as we said, you, you, they went all collected together by the Rosh Ma'amad. Um, and then it says, Velo mahalchim kolayom kulo. They wouldn't journey the entire day, so they wouldn't get exhausted. Ela shteyadotayom. They'd only walk. They'd only journey two thirds of the day, if it took them more than a day to get to Shalim. Chazne beit haknesad yolemimah. The chazanim of the beit haknesad would actually come along with them. Velanim and then sleep berachov ashel ir, as we said. They sleep in the street below, they wouldn't go inside the house out of concern of the uh, being Tamemet as a result of being under the same covering as uh, Tumatamet. The Te'onim Ola Ushlamim, and when they would come, they would require two Kobanot, the Ola and Shlamim. What's the Ola Shlamim according to the Brighter? Reb Chaim explains the Ola are the birds that went along, as we explained already today, and the Shlamim is the power that led them in the part of the procession, as we explained. And that's obviously going to Shitta that that animal is brought as a Shlamim. And they wouldn't have the whole procession that they had when they when they left 
to the same level as they had when they arrived. And one point I forgot to mention yesterday is why is it they had the whole procession and fuss? And the Ben Yoyadah says is that people might think, you know, come to Yishlein, they've got a basket of what, a couple of pomegranates. They might feel a bit nervous, a bit embarrassed. No, and like, why am I even bothering for such a small thing? So the Duff can make this whole procession in excitement to give people chizuk that, no, this is a chash of mitzvah, this is an important thing to do. Okay, then just to finish it now, Tosef Bikrim, regarding Pturmin and Damai. So Tani, once again, when it said that Tosefim is patu min damai, it's not just min damai, it's uptura min vadai umina damai. Meaning, since Tosef Bikurim itself has the status of Bikurim, therefore, like it's like Truma, therefore it's patu not only from damai, but also vadai. You don't have to, the coin doesn't have to really have fresh from it at all. It's patu fully from Truma Samasos, and therefore you can understand why it'd be patu of damai if received it from Anama Aretz. You know, we'll leave it here. We'll stop a few lines early at the Mishnah, so we have something to learn tomorrow. Oh, sorry, in the next year, as we, Mitzvah Shem, finish the Mesa. Have a good Shabbos, everybody.